Good morning, my lovely friends. I hope you're having a great start to your Monday so far. If it is Monday when you're listening to this. Otherwise, I hope you're enjoying whatever day you are currently existing in. Thank you again for your continued support of this Patreon and welcome to all new members. So excited to have you here. Yay! Our next live video chat sessions are the up this upcoming, I don't know how to word this, are the next three Saturdays. <laughs> so this coming Saturday and the Saturday two weeks after are our next mindfulness chats. And the Sunday in the middle is, or Saturday in the middle, oh boy, is our next chill stoner chat. So this Saturday, mindfulness chat. Next Saturday, chill chat. Following Saturday, mindfulness chat. I am really good at this. Hope that you have the time to attend because I'd love to have more opportunities to talk to you. Our next art showcase night and our next open mic night have also been scheduled. The art showcase night is on this Saturday at 6 p.m. Eastern. Um, and the open mic night is two Saturdays after that at the same time, 6 Eastern. If you're interested in seeing what these community nights are all about and seeing how they work, you can check out highlights on either my Twitch or my YouTube channel. Moving on to what I wanted to talk about this week. Let's talk about how funny life can be sometimes. <laughs> I swear, every week when I reflect, I find something else to laugh at as far as my own behavior and thought patterns tend to go. This week, I realized that several people in my life, like family members, friends, and coaching clients, and myself, all had something in common. Sometimes we just want to be told what to do next. So why is that funny? Well, because you already know what you have to do. <laughs> you already know what you have to do next. Yeah, you know. Think right now. What do you have to do next? Ah, okay. So if you had a flash of, all right, well, yeah, I should probably go do blank. Even if it was momentary in nature, even if it was just a little blip, get off your buns right now. Take a few slow, deep breaths and go do the thing. I'll even issue you a little mini challenge. Don't bother seeking the additional validation of what needs to be done by finishing this podcast. Just pause it or stop it and go do the thing. Go! Okay. If you're still here listening, I'm going to assume that you didn't have that momentary flash of, oh, I really should go do this. So I suppose I'll continue on with why this is the topic for this week. I had some experiences this week and realistically countless times before that had me remembering this, uh, this beginning part in the movie Bruce Almighty. So in this movie, if you haven't seen it, don't worry, I won't spoil too much because it's a great movie and I fucking love Jim Carrey. It's funny. You'd like it. Just watch it. Anyway, there's a scene early on in the movie where Bruce, who's Jim Carrey's character, is frustrated with his life. He's feeling stuck and angry, I believe, so he goes out for a night drive. During the drive, he decides to try calling out to God, who I don't even think he fully believes in at this point. 
But he starts asking him for a sign. Oh, please, just give me a sign. What do you want me to do? And while he's doing this, he notices a sign on the side of the road saying, caution ahead in blinking lights. He notices it, but essentially pays it no attention and just says, oh, please give me a sign. And then a truck pulls out in front of him, carrying all of these blinking signs saying slow and stop and caution. But he ignores the truck, too, and gets frustrated that it had pulled out in front of him. So he pulls around it in front of it to pass it. And in doing so, ends up hitting this huge pothole that causes him to crash his car And then he becomes enraged at God for not preventing the accident. What a hilarious example of the way in which we can completely ignore the major signs in our own lives as well. And then we get upset that nothing prevented us from finding ourselves in whatever mess we happen to be in that day. I believe that the universe and or your gut or your intuition, it's always, always, always trying to speak to us. It's trying to send us messages and help us find our way. But we get so caught up sometimes demanding answers to questions that may not require our immediate attention, like in Jim Carrey's case in that movie. In that particular instance, he falsely believed he needed answers to a question that felt so urgent and important But because he was so hyper-focused on solving just that one problem, he ignored all of the signs that could have prevented a major accident. This happens in all of our lives, in various ways. Sometimes we get caught up in demanding an answer from God or the universe or friends or someone supportive. We're demanding an answer to a question that we feel is the question that needs answering. Once we have this one problem solved, then things will be great. Then we'll be able to finally move on and have that life we've dreamt of. Other times we leave God or the universe out of it and we decide that we must solve this problem. So we immediately immerse ourselves fully into solving just that. We neglect other areas of our lives for the sake of determining the answer to this one problem because, oh boy, once we've got it, we are set. Life on easy street once this one thing is solved. Comically enough, I have noticed that many times the thing that we feel we need to solve or fix isn't even solvable or fixable. It's something external that would rely on us completely changing the world in order to have that change happen in our lives. Or it requires us to fix someone else so we can finally have our own internal peace. So why do we do this? Well, I believe it's because we as a society rarely give ourselves the time to quiet down and just exist for a fucking moment. Just sit and pay attention. I have frequent conversations with people where they ask me for specific advice. Do I do this? Do I do that? Do I stay with this person? Do I take this job? My response is typically along the lines of, 
What is your gut telling you? <laughs> Trust that above all else. There is one thing I add in, though, just to make things a bit clearer. For some folks, they don't even notice a reaction trying to guide them in either direction. And for others, they can feel it, but they're still confused by it. From my perspective, both of these are indications that you may not be as in tune with yourself as you need to be in order to be able to fully trust your gut. Sometimes, if we're not in balance and in a good habit of being mindful towards our inner state, our fears and our anxieties can masquerade as a gut feeling. We can be tricked by feelings that we think are coming from our intuition, but really they're coming from our minds. In situations where we don't feel balanced or in tune with ourselves, it can be really hard to hear the call of our soul or our intuitive voice, so we seek external validation. Someone or something that's going to tell us in plain English, or whatever your first language is, okay, here's what you have to do next. I witnessed this behavior in myself and others this week. In my own situation, I couldn't see past it until I was out of it. I recently started doing tarot cards because they're a really fun tool for introspection. And I like the idea, you know, if we're going for that kind of more spiritual perspective, I like the idea of being able to communicate in a somewhat easy manner with the universe. Like, it's a, it's a fun idea. Now that I've had some, I guess you could call them successful readings, if there is such a thing, like readings that felt really dead on, I find myself having these days where I feel stuck and I don't know where to go or what to do next. So I rush to the cards to ask them. Almost every single time, the cards basically just confirm exactly what I already knew I had to do. I just wasn't acknowledging it for any number of reasons. Sometimes I think it's because I had hoped the answer from the cards would be contradictory to what I thought was right to do, because that would give me a pass from doing the hard work. There are definitely some days, though, where even this isn't enough. I'll finish my tarot cards, and then I'll rush to read my daily horoscope to see if that also confirms, because then it must be true. And then after reading my horoscope, I might notice some repeating numbers, like, like I've been seeing 444 a lot lately. So this is an actual example, sadly. I finished my tarot, I read my horoscope, and then I saw it was 444. So I was like, oof, I gotta look that up. I gotta see what that number combo means. Maybe, maybe that's trying to tell me something. And then only after all of those things tell me <laughs> quite literally the same shit, do I finally sigh and say, okay, oh God, I'll do it. You don't have to yell at me. I'll just do it. Ugh. It was so funny to see others that I care about do almost the exact same thing too. Like we'd have a conversation about the things they knew they needed to do. They would respond saying, oh yeah, I think you're right, but I just don't know. And then we'd do a tarot reading together and the cards would say the same shit. Like literally for two, maybe even three separate people, we discussed a plan for moving forward. And from my perspective, like I could see them acknowledging like, yeah, that's the move, but they would agree and then backtrack. And then after deciding that they wanted to consult the cards, I pulled cards for them, 
only for the cards to say the exact same shit. <laughs> Seriously, I gotta say it. I never thought I would be a person who owned a tarot deck, let alone that I would actually be using it and referencing it publicly for a podcast episode. Fuck. But whatever. Life is all just fuck around time, right? Let's have some fun. So for for two, like I said, I think maybe even three separate people, I did a five card pull for them over the weekend. And with both of the people, again, I think maybe all three, we wound up laughing really hard after the reading because it felt a lot like the universe was saying essentially, okay, fine. You want me to spell it out for you? Gotcha. Let's go. And then it hit us with everything we needed, you know, in quotes, to hear on the first card. Yet we would continue on thinking, you know, some other deep shit would get unlocked as we progressed further into the reading. But instead, what happened was an uncanny ability for the cards to essentially just repeat themselves over and over. Like, all right, I'm spelling it out for you was the first card. And then every card after was, I said what I said. I said what I said. I said what I said. I said what I fucking said. <laughs> like comical, really. In, in those five card reads, we laughed after about how we already did know the answers, but the cards really made it into something we felt we couldn't ignore anymore. So the reason I bring this up now is not to convince you to go get tarot cards, although they can be, I think, a useful tool, but rather take the overall lesson here. Within you, you already know exactly what the next right move is for you, or at least the next baby step you have to take to get to that next move. However, it can be hard to hear your own intuitive voice or see the signs from the universe or God or whatever when you're hyper-focused on solving one problem that has nothing to do with it, or when you're so caught up in the go, go, go lifestyle that you haven't allowed yourself any moments of stillness so you can start releasing some of the confusing information that's keeping you from noticing what your next move should be. Basically, we get so caught up in shit that doesn't matter that we can't hear or see what really does. We aren't noticing that life really is unfolding for us. It's not against us. You are life and life is doing its best to show us, to show you what really matters, but we're not sitting still enough to recognize it. So my challenge to you this week is to stop trying to rush to solve everything. Stop seeking answers to the deepest questions you have by exclusively looking outside of yourself. You already asked a friend? Cool, don't ask for more. Develop a little patience. Try to trust in the timing of your life and trust that the universe really does want you to be happy and to grow and flourish. With this patience, really get yourself back into your mindful routine. Get into the habit of adding even more stillness into your days so you can start to get more in tune with your own intuitive voice and so you can start hearing and seeing 
the countless signs the universe is sending you, trying to help you find your way. We can't micromanage the universe. We have very little control over how the external world behaves. It's time to really accept that. Accept that you and I will always have problems, but that's okay. Nothing that we do is going to put us on easy street where we get to stay upbeat and happy forever without any additional obstacles popping up. What matters most is for our bodies and our minds to be healthy and as balanced as possible. Remember shades, sleep, hydration, air, like go for a walk, diet, exercise, and stillness, meditation, journaling, practicing gratitude, all of it. It's hard to hear your intuitive voice over the pains of body aches arising from a lack of movement. It's hard to hear the calls from your body if you're locked in your mind trying to fix things that aren't yours to fix. Do what you can to become more aware. Start noticing what it really feels like to hear your own intuitive voice to get those signals your gut feelings are trying to send you. When you find yourself feeling stuck or feeling hyper-focused and you start feeling like the clock is ticking too fast, deliberately slow down. Take some deep breaths. Do a meditation. Go for a walk in nature. Do whatever it takes to reconnect to your true self so you can access the information that already exists within you. You already know who you are. You already know why you're here. You already know what your next steps are. You just have to give yourself the space and time so you can remember. I like the way I tend to feel after both a good meditation and a good psychedelic experience because both tend to put me back in my no-nonsense mindset where I can't lie to myself as easily. I call myself on my own bullshit before I even have time to think it. It can be freeing to get a break from the weight of everything. So keep doing what you can to quiet things down and access that inner freedom that is in all of us. You already know what you have to do. So take a few slow, deep breaths, count backwards from five if you must, and then go do it. You are capable of so much. Go inward and reflect kindly and compassionately in order to manifest dope shit. I'd say you got this, but you already know that too.